When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey there, welcome to The Tint. I'm your host, Scott Feldman, and it's time for another foray into the world of aquariums from a slightly different perspective. You know, one of the great artifacts of our modern social media culture is the way we share our work. These media have given us a tremendous vehicle to distribute our ideas and experience to large numbers of fellow hobbyists with an ease that hobbyists who came before us could scarcely imagine. It's cool, it's amazing, it's transformational. However, It's also sort of created a sense of urgency to only share what we feel is our ultimate work, our best. And that's a real shame because the work that it took to get to the tank that you think might be your best may have just been just as awesome in ways you might not have even appreciated at the time. The precursors to your most brilliant tank could serve as an inspiration, a lesson for other hobbyists as they take their journeys with their own aquariums. For every amazing aquarium that you create, it's likely that there were a few which came before it. Perhaps they weren't quite as amazing. Maybe they weren't all that impressive. They might have even been what we, our own worst critics, would call shitty. Yet each one provides us a valuable experience and serves as a building block for the aquariums which follow. The lessons learned, the mistakes made, the problems overcame, all serve as valuable lessons and inspiration for others. And these tanks should be shared just as prominently as those which we feel are so amazing because they also teach a valuable lesson for hobbyists. Everything that we do helps advance the state of the art in the aquarium hobby. Each new tank, no matter how awesome we or the world think it is, gives us experience, ideas, and inspiration to do other tanks that perhaps bring us even closer to the idea that we had in mind for brilliance. And it can only influence other hobbyists to do the same. I can't tell you how many times I've done a thing or things which were based on some idea, some inspiration, or some thought that I had about how to execute an aquarium, which may or may not have gotten me there right from the start, but it taught me all sorts of things along the way to ultimately arriving where I wanted to be. It often starts with a concept, just an idea. The idea can lead to a more fleshed out execution, bringing in other elements and influences until it gradually emerges into a more polished configuration and ultimately leading to the execution of the idea that we had in mind when the journey began. Now, often an idea will start on something we see in nature, perhaps an element of a habitat that we like. Perhaps it will dovetail with some other sort of hypotheses that we have and lead to other executions that prove out the concept. Case in point was the evolution of my idea of replicating leaf litter beds in a leaf litter-only aquarium. It all started out with seeing how leaf litter functions in wild habitats that we love so much. I started out with a tank filled with a little bit of wood, some twigs, some pieces of bark, and a layer of leaves. As I became more comfortable with the idea of a significant number of leaves, removing the extraneous materials became a lot easier. Ultimately, I arrived at my leaf litter-only concept. It just took a few iterations and steps. And of course, the idea of of substrate-centric tanks didn't stop with leaves only. I looked at 
other developments, more realistic executions of substrates to further the idea of biodiversity and function, twigs, roots, uh, sediments, all that kind of stuff. The reality is that to get to the destination that we have in mind, the journey can be long, filled with tests, turns, triumphs, and dead ends and failures. But it's just, just that, a journey, one which is often as satisfying as the destination. We have to remind ourselves that sometimes and be kind to ourselves. Yet a lot of people want to see an aquarium get to the ultimate destination immediately, and they don't make the effort to share any of those iterations along the way with the world. Heaven forbid we should show something that's not, you know, insta-ready. I mean, why wouldn't you share these things? Why do we feel that we should only share our ultimate tanks, especially in a progressive, always changing area like the Botanical Method Aquarium? Why do people all worry about this? We seem to think that we can share the, you know, we can't share the not so awesome stuff. People are afraid of what it'll do to their image. I mean, yuck. I feel sad for them. They need to enjoy it, to savor it. Why do we as aquarists not embrace and share this part of our aquarium's evolutions a little more wholeheartedly? And further, why do we dedicate so much energy to resisting nature's work instead of enjoying it? I was wondering if it had to do with some inherent impatience that we have as aquarists, or perhaps as humans in general, a desire to see the finished product as soon as possible, something like that. And there is nothing at all wrong with that, I suppose. It's just I kind of wonder what the big rush is. I guess when we view an aquarium in the same context as a home improvement project, meal preparation, or an algebra test for that matter, I can see how reaching some semblance of finished would take on a greater significance. Those earlier in-between sort of moments are not nearly as exciting as some perceived destination or outcome we have in mind for our tank. We have an idea in our head of how it's supposed to look, and to many, anything that falls short of that is just a phase, I suppose. Yet those, those phases... The steps along the way often yield interesting lessons for us and for others. We have to share them. And we need to once and for all ditch the idea that we need to be finished with our aquariums. If you look at an aquarium as you would a garden, an organic, living, evolving, growing entity, then the need to see the thing finished becomes way less important. Suddenly, much like a road trip, the destination becomes less important than the journey. It's about the experiences gained along the way. Enjoyment of the developments, the process. In the Botanical Method Aquarium, it's truly about dynamic and and ever-changing evolution in your system. A process started by us and assisted by nature. Every stage holds fascination, just like it does in the wild habitats that we covet so deeply. To not allow an aquarium to evolve, to not trust nature to help take it from an idea to a microcosm, is to not allow oneself the opportunity to witness firsthand the wonders of the natural world and the incredible promise, tenacity, and beauty of life underwater. Be kind to yourself in your aquarium. Be patient and enjoy that journey. All of it. Share the building blocks along the way with the world. Yet you never know how your incremental step, the one that seemed like a sort of a boring little change, might just be the unlock, the inspiration that some other hobbyist needs to get to their ultimate goal. Stay brave, stay diligent, stay persistent, stay curious, stay devoted, and always stay wet. Until next time, this is Scott Feldman from Tenon Aquatics. Thanks for spending a little part of your day with me. I look forward to seeing you on the next installment of The Tent.